Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, a nine-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, seven-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, four-time winner Top Choice Award, and three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, on some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, those phone lines are, or sorry, those lines, we'd love you to send your question, I want to say, That's better. to dot at com, and listen next Saturday as we answer your questions live on the show. So again, send your questions to peter.inch at serviceexperts.com. I was just hoping the lines were open, Steve, that we're, oh, yes. we were back in the studio. That would be nice. Um, it's what been a year, two, two or three weeks, almost uh, 13 months coming up. Right. We haven't been in the studio, True. and it's been probably 15 months for me from when I was last in the studio. But yeah, now just I know you were away last week on vacation. And you were trash talking. Um, 1,084 likes on Facebook just to keep you up to date. In 1,084. Case. We're moving up. What you do on your vacation? Paint? Uh, no, I did. I was working on a renovation for a bathroom, actually. And how did that go? Almost done. Almost done. Yeah. Two weeks. One week. <laughs> One week. Started Saturday. Thought I'd have it done by Wednesday. Wednesday came and went. So did Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we <laughs> um, got a little bit left to do, but it looks great. Um, and uh, yeah. So I can have you over to renovate mine. Well, yes, but I need to be paid by the hour, not by the job. Oh, really? That way, I won't get too many jobs, and I can take my time doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it—it's always nice when you get it done and you can stand back and take a look at it. painting? No. You're not done painting. Well, it's, what's it been now? Uh, yeah, let's not. <laughs> five months? Let's not dwell on this Five months of painting and we're still painting? Of course, I, have, I work as well, right? So I, I'm limited. Well, that work helps you pay for the paint. <laughs> it does. That's right. And if I didn't, I wouldn't be able to. Now, we had, you know, because you've, you've challenged the office to send us questions. I have. So they send all kinds of interesting ones. Yeah, well, this one's pretty interesting. So are you ready for this one? Sure. It says, when your management team surpasses the quarterly budget goals, how do you decide where to take them out for dinner? <laughs> well, you know what? I can honestly say I don't get to answer that one. Well, first of all, we can't go out for dinner. Oh, you, know. you can bring dinner to them. Well, I'm not supposed to be now. Come on, by the rules, I'm not supposed to be socializing with people outside your circle. Yeah, you can you can put the intercom on and <laughs> all have like a to each other. You could you could zoom. You could zoom them or team them. You know, Microsoft Teams. You could all they're all their station. 
you could all be eating and conversing together, and then you'd be doing everything by the book. And deliver the food to their office. You're telling me, have it. Yes. What do you call that? Skip the dishes or? Whatever. Yes, whatever. Yeah, that would work great. They would really appreciate it. So what do you think I should get? McDonald's? Arby's? Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> yeah. um, they would probably want something a little bit more substantial. But that's up to you as well, right? Yeah, well, we'd have to support a local restaurant, yes. which we all should be doing. Absolutely. Which I did last Saturday. I had uh, Bernie's and uh, Byron there. Did you? Yep. Had their, um, you sit on the patio? Yep. Had their potato skins and had uh, a steak sandwich. Really? That's, that's, that's a real stretch. That's <laughs> a real stretch. <laughs> yep. Sat out there. A real stretch. Yep. Tender had the uh, extra steak sandwich. That was left over, so wow. so she was happy. Everybody had a had a good time. Good, nice. Well, Jeff, first of all, I want to congratulate everybody, not just the management team. We did um, go past our quarterly goal for the first quarter of the year, so we did better than we had projected. So that's a good thing that everybody's been busy. Yeah. And uh, yes, I we were going to hold a breakfast this week. Uh, but we held off on that. We hope to get that done uh, when the numbers get a little lower uh, and we're, it's more like a drive-through breakfast as they pull up. Here's your your uh, breakfast sandwich and oh, is that how you're going to do it? Yeah, right? and then uh, so, but we'll we'll see for the whole staff for that. But we got to be careful. Yes, we do absolutely because especially you know they're talking third wave these days and. Um, with the new variant, so we just have to really be, we can't let our guard down, right? So it's important. So have you been busy now that you've been back? It probably took you a while to get back up to speed. What, three days, four days, you're getting older? That's the only problem about taking any time off is when you come back and, and you, you come back on Monday and you just, you realize that maybe you shouldn't have gone that past week because there's just so much that you come back to. Well, I'm supposed to go on holiday starting Monday, see. Have a nice time. But I know you can miss me so much, I may have to, you know, drop in every day just to make sure. I think we'll be okay. You're still, do you? Yeah. <laughs> it will depend on the weather. If it's cold and rainy, I'll probably be here. If it's sunny, but I was thinking I may go golfing one day. Well, not if it's cold, you're not going to go golfing. Sure, I will. I, I, I'm not a fair-weather golfer. I golf in the rain, snow. That, did you ever hear my first golf game ever? Uh, no. It was a curling golf day at uh, St. Thomas Curling Club. Okay. And we played at Talbot Park, yeah. which is now... A parking lot. Yeah, Walmart. <laughs> But we and we started off and it was cloudy. And then two holes in it was raining. Next two holes in it was sleeting. And the last holes it was snowing and we would just, you know, make a little mound of snow on either side and put the the uh, ball right into the hole because it couldn't go over the snow guys. <laughs> But And when I was done, I said, this was a lot of fun. And the guys all looked at me, you enjoyed that? I said, yeah, I think I'll take up golfing. And uh, that's so weather does not affect me when I golf. Matter of fact, I play better in the rain. I seem to concentrate more. Do you? I could probably beat you in the rain. 
Uh, anything, anything can happen. And, and my Christmas present was a new golf club to myself, a five, five wood. I used five wood. So in the night, uh, you know, we started playoffs in curling. Uh, did you? We won our first game. So, so did we. <laughs> I know, I watched. It was a little challenging, but we did <laughs> pull it out. Yes, so. Yes. so we're both one and one. We got two more games each. Yes, and next week, we got, my game's going to be a little tougher than yours. Yep, you've got uh, the Nova Scotia, Briar Skip, yes, Scott. Scott McDonald. Yep, we play him next week. Yep, so we'll see how that goes. Do, do you want me to spare for you? Do you need, need a fourth? I think we're okay. You can bring the stick in. It's Good kind of loaded. Because you, that's the only thing that can, that'll be able to throw it as hard as he can, because yeah. I can't throw it as hard as he can, nor do I want to. Yeah. Well, uh, that's good. It'll be fun. It'll be fun, yeah. And who's he got playing? He's got his wife, or yes. a fiance, fiance, sorry. And I just, um, I'm, I'm uncertain, um, because they, they had obviously he was in the bubble, then he came back, so I just don't know what the team format is right now. Well, maybe one day we'll try to get them on the show. We can talk about the bubble. We could and see how they how they did all that. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah, we'll give that a try. And uh, the uh, the mixed doubles are happening. Right. Um, so that's uh, so now we're down to the final three yeah. uh, page playoff system. So uh, so by the time this airs, it'll be over. It'll be over, and there'll be a winner. We just don't know who that'll be. That's right. But, uh, in page one position is. The Hydra and Lot, I think. And Lot, yeah, and they won. They won. So they're in the final waiting for the winner between... Uh, Gushu and Anderson and... Um, Morris. Morris and... Um, Schneider? No, not Schneider. Uh, but Scheinman or something like yeah. that. And she, she's playing in place of Rachel because that's the team. Yeah. And so... She's just kind of filling in because Rachel's obviously uh, very close to giving birth. I haven't seen any announcements on my uh, phone yet about that, but I'm sure that will be posted. Okay. Well, we'll wait and see. Here. Everybody will know by the time this air to one, but we wish them all luck. Yeah. Well, we're going to take uh, uh, a short break for some messages, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Can you name the song? I didn't see the list. I'm sorry. I love rock and roll. Oh, wow. That's a good one. A little, a little getting the blood moving on Saturday. Mm-hmm. A little cold. It's going to be a cold Saturday. Is it? And I'll be inside doing some work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I just have to make sure the fountain doesn't freeze. Right. <laughs> yes, because you've got all that going. I'm all set. I even, even have the dog digging barrier in place now. Yes, you do. It's called Flagstone. Flagstone all over there. And has she checked that out yet? 
she has walked on it once, but she's not going on it, which is kind of funny. She now sits, stands in the mulch, and but she's not going down to she's where she knew me. Oh no, no, she's not happy at all about it. But I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy. I'm just letting it get settled and hardened up. And now I did add, you know, a few more square feet of shoveling that I'm going to have to do in the winter. But I think it's well worth you yeah. instead of replacing the dirt, which is what you've been having to do. Yeah, they did say, this is the nicest topsoil we have ever seen. Where did you? And I said, well, when I keep adding and adding and adding topsoil because she's been digging, but. So it's kind of nice. It looks nice and a little bit more around my flag rock. Right. So that uh, looks nice there. And when I cut the grass, I can. I don't have to get off my riding lawnmower now. So that'll be good. Now, we had a question come in. It says, are garage heaters difficult to install? It depends what they want. So um, garage heaters, like, people have different... Uh, requirements of their garage these days. So it could be something as simple as a natural gas uh, heater, which can hang from the ceiling, or we have ones that go directly through the walls. Those are two which are running on gas. They also have infrared, like the, the arenas, you know, that tube. They make smaller ones for garages. You really have to be careful about how close to um, objects you place those. So if because if it gets too close to something like a car or something, it, it, it can take the paint off things if it gets too close. And they do make low-intensity ones, which we would use for a garage, but you still have to be cognizant of certain distances away from the tube itself. So they work great because they heat objects, not necessarily air. And then for those people that really, really love their garages, then sometimes we go with the ductless splits. So because they want, not only do they want heat, but they want cooling as well. So it really depends what you're looking for. We, so obviously we would send uh, one of us, our, one of the RSCs out. They would assess uh, what you're looking for for your garage, look at hydro, where that is, if it's gas, look at where the gas is in the house, how that all goes together before we can actually give you a price. Now, I see these advertised at the big box stores. Can I buy the garage heater and put it in myself? Uh, <laughs> well, you can. You can, you can do anything in your own home, uh, but you can't turn it on uh, without having it inspected first. So in this case, to have it inspected, you're going to want to get it inspected for um, the electrical part of it and for the gas part of it, not just one. And, and you know, what is it, Steve, like, the whole thing installed for like a thousand dollars? Is that likely? No. So what's what's a garage heater cost installed? So these days just like and people are quite surprised about this, but you'll spend anywhere between thirty five and forty five hundred dollars for uh, to heat your garage um, properly if you want it to be a comfortable temperature. And safe. And safe. If you're talking if you want it cooled, so heat and cool, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be kind of Anywhere from the six to seven range on that. So it's it's just it's not it's not an inexpensive thing. Yeah. And that's you know, we because we get a lot of people who, you know, I want a price in a garage heater and we give them the price. Oh well that's that's like double what I was expecting to pay. Most people are, yes. So and a lot of it can be getting that gas line there may not be easy. 
Well, the same thing, too, what people are quite shocked about is, is, is just, you know, the gas fireplace. So the gas fireplace, when I first started here 27 years ago, you know, we were, we were installing those for a couple thousand dollars back in the day. Uh, there is no $2,000 fireplace today, and some people still expect that. So um, really, gas fireplaces today are starting at around four and going up from there. So uh, everything, obviously, you know, you, you, it, it's inflation. You look at the cost of a car 27 years ago versus today, or, oh, my goodness, how about the price of houses, right? Yeah. So really, um, uh, things have changed, and... Um, you just have to be cognizant of that. Yeah, prices of houses. Every time a house goes up for sale on my street, I just go ka-ching. Right. Until I start looking at prices and go, well, I don't win here. I basically just transfer the money over to that house. So, exactly. Yeah. Now, we, a question came in that said, what is the most efficient AC you carry, and what makes it so efficient? The most efficient AC we carry these days is probably, um, there's a couple of them. Uh, they're around what they call a 25-seer or 26-seer, and um, that's just a, a seer is just a way to, to measure how efficient the electricity is. So um, what makes it so efficient? Uh, well, they're big, number one, so they've got a lot of surface area for the coil to get rid of heat. Um, the compressors are what they call variable capacity, so they can they can run at a very low amperage if they need to, and then as the demand increases, they will increase. And but as if, if they're increasing in in speed, they're also going to increase in amperage drop. And then the fan motor on top of them, which pulls all the air through it, that that's that's the latest low voltage or ECM technology that they have in those. So. Um, there's nothing cheap about that type of air conditioner, uh, but they are awesome because they will give you perfect control of your house for not only temperature, but humidity control as well. So they're leading edge stuff, and uh, we sell quite a few of them, actually. And they're a little quiet. Well, very quiet. Yeah. yeah. You can, I mean, it's as big as, as, as a doghouse, but you can stand beside it and not know it's running. And, and so if, if it's in the backyard or out front by a porch or over a bedroom window or things like that. I don't think it would fit underneath a bedroom window, actually. No, no, on the side of a house. That's, yeah. Yeah. There isn't a lot of room on the side of the house anymore. No, so you really have to be. And we try to explain to people just how big these are, but we'll actually, if that's the type of unit we want, we're going to take you out where you think you want it, and I'm going to get my tape measure out, and I'm going to, I'm going to, physically show you how big it is. Yeah. And then when we come to put it in, you're still going to be surprised. Yeah, yeah, it, it is huge. <laughs> Every time I try to move one out back, can, can I get a couple extra guys here to give me a lift? Yeah. So, and we send an extra guy along to help lift it because it is such a big unit. So, um, Do you fix or install new in-floor heating systems? So in-floor heating, which you obviously put in your new um, bathroom, right? You put right. in-floor heating in there to keep your feet warm? Uh, no, I didn't. You didn't. I didn't change the bathroom floor. It was already there. No. 
but do uh, in-floor heating. So a lot of times we see that in a basement where they're they're putting it in. Uh, do we install it? No, we do not. And do we fix it? No, we do not. Yeah, it's really experts that are in that field should look at it. Now, we've seen um, water heaters and different things like that hooked up to it. And we have, we repair the water heater and that end of it, but we don't get into the in-floor part uh, in any way. At, at this point, anyway, it's not saying we never will, but, but we don't do it at this time. And you didn't replace the floor in your bathroom? No. Is that okay? Well, I don't know. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't seen your floor. You, you haven't invited me over. Uh, well, yeah, because it's not ready for people yet. <laughs> I can bring Tundra. Tundra will tell you if it's ready. Yeah, yeah Tundra, Tundra would be surrounded by a couple of other dogs as well. So, yeah. <laughs> be a big party. You've got to bring them over. You should bring them over and they all play in the backyard. Oh, yeah, that, yeah that'll be interesting. Yes, because... Uh, Lexi's dog, Bane, would love Tundra because he's an intact male, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, maybe don't bring him over. He'd be following her around like, yes, like a little lost puppy. Yes. Um, so we get a lot of questions on pool heaters. Right. Um, do you work on them? How do they work? We really don't. It's not our, it's not our specialty. You know, I would suggest you go to a pool company. They would, um, but we can connect the gas to one. Uh, but we're not going to, it's, it's not, we can't source one for me to get you a pool heater. You're going to, it's going to cost you more than if you got it from the pool company because they deal, they get, they use them more, they deal with them more, they get better pricing than I would ever get. And then usually when you need a pool heater is when we're busy doing air conditioning. Right. Yes. You know, and, and so the two seasons don't match up well with us. No. Because we're so busy putting in furnaces and air conditioners and uh, our service guys are out doing maintenance that we really don't have the time to get cool heaters started up and checked out. Yes, we don't. Yeah. So we're not doing well here. We don't do cool heaters. We don't do in-floor. Is there anything else we don't do? Um, well, I'm sure I'll think of something. So we did have a question come in, and this one, we always, it's a, it's a walking a tightrope, you might say, but it says, why are some of the parts not included in a rental water heater? If I'm paying monthly for a tank, I expect any issues that comes up to be covered. Well, so there's a couple things on tanks uh, that you have to be aware of. One is the uh, safety device. There's two safety devices. Uh, one is on the water heater, part of the water heater, and the other one is not. So. The one safety device we refer to is what we call a flammable vapor sensor. And so, unfortunately, it is a device which, uh, which is installed to prevent people from doing silly things like putting flammable fuels down around where the water heater is. Water heaters in the U.S. are in the garage, so it's, it's probably geared more to them. But still, in, in where we are, if you, if you store your paint thinners or anything that is in the basement, which can maybe start a fire, there's a sensor in that water heater that will detect there's a flammable vapor around and will stop that water heater from lighting. It's not resettable, so we, we have to switch the sensor out because it's saturated, it's done. 
And because it's a safety device and we make you aware of it and we tell you strongly, uh, if, if you want to park stuff like that down by your water heater, then it's not covered under warranty. So that's something that you have to pay for because you did something you weren't supposed to do and it's actually it's a safety device so that water heater doesn't ignite uh, flammable vapor. Well, and when we're we're gonna take a quick message, but when we come back, we're also so we got uh, flammable vapor sensors, and we have an anti-scald device. Right, and we'll so we'll talk a little bit. It's anti-scald or mixing valve, they're called different, but it's the same device, and we'll we can talk a little bit about that one as well. But uh, we're gonna take some um, quicker messages here. We'll be right back after these short messages. back. Bonnie Tyler. Steve, can you name the song? I didn't see the list, Peter. Sorry, I can't hear the music, so... Totally Eclipse of the Heart. Okay. So what do you think? Joan Jett, Bonnie Tyler. Your women, women in music? Women in rock. Okay. And we got Tina Turner coming up. Okay. You know, Simply the Best. And what are you ending with? Well, that's where I went off the rails. Ray Charles. Hit the road, Jack. Wait, wait, wait. You just said female. It was. It was going female, and then I heard Hit the Road, Jack, and I went, hey, that's got to be our out song, Hit the Road, Jack. Really? Don't you come back no more, no more. You're going to get a fancy grade <laughs> for this one, right? All right. Well, I just, when I heard that, I went, that's perfect out song. So, now, back to the water heaters. Why do I pay a rental for a water heater? monthly and there's certain things on the tanks that aren't covered. An example was a vapor flame sensor, but also a mixing valve or any scald valve. Right. So um, we are kind enough to give you one on the day of the installation because it's plumbing code. So the plumbing code says that when we install a water heater, doesn't matter what water heater it is, like a tank, not tankless, but a tank water heater, where you really cannot specify what the temperature of the water is from the device down below because it doesn't, it just gives you warmer, 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 hot. It doesn't tell you what the actual temperature is. We have to install a, a mixing valve, which ensures that if you crank that water heater up at the bottom because you don't think the water is hot enough, that device is only going to let that water heater come out at 120 degrees. Uh, that's plumbing code. We, we can't go against plumbing code. So we, we provide one. Uh, that is your free gift from us on, on our tank rentals. That normally would be? About 350 bucks. $350 savings. Right. So uh, 
your one that's your one off from it. If that device for any reason uh, faults or something some somewhere down the road, um, then yeah, then that the cost to replace it is going to be on yours because it's part of the household plumbing, not part of the tank. Right. So. The tank manufacturers say, hey, that's not our fault if that tank, if that fails because it's not attached to our tank. Right. But it is attached to the household plumbing. Now, if the, the tank manufacturers put a digital display down at their control, which you can set the temperature at, we probably won't need an, an anti-scald device anymore because the digital display, like on our tankless units, will tell you what the temperature of the water is. And so it is, it's set. To 120, you can't go above that. Um, there are factory settings in there that, that allow for commercial use to go above 120, but not residential use. So that just ensures that that water coming out of that tank is going to be at 100, that tank will shoot at, at 120. So we don't need to put a mixing valve on that. So if the tank manufacturers were to do that to their own, to their tanks, we wouldn't have to worry about the, the mixing valve at that point in time. And, and again, you know, people get upset because they think it's all covered. Right. So even with a vapor flame sensor, uh, and again, you know, that can be people painting a, a basement floor, could be putting glue down to put laminate down, and that glue can affect it. Yeah. Um, so th you have to be pretty careful here yeah. at that point. And, um, and it's not, uh, even with the anti-scald, People think that they have anti-scald devices at their showers and their taps, but we have to make sure that that water doesn't get past is 120 degrees. Right. So for us to keep our plumbing license, yeah. we need to we look at Keep on doing that until the plumbing changes. It, never, it won't change. And, yeah, and I can't tell you why some um, water heater installation companies don't put it in. You know, it's code. Uh, if they're doing things by code or correctly, they should be doing it. If, if they aren't doing it, you have to ask them why they're not doing it. Right. Uh, it's not Peter try to explain why other companies don't want to follow the, the rules. That's right. Yeah. Rule breakers. My daughter said I was a rule breaker. Oh, why? What did you do? I was going to go over and see my parents. She went, that's a, yeah, she went, Dad, Dad, you're the one who causes all the problems. <laughs> Did she? Yeah. she said? That's what she said. She, and we had just gone to get some, uh, we went down to Port Stanley to Mackey's, Mackey's to have our, our lunch. And then we pulled into Shaw's because Shaw's is open now. Yeah, outside line. Yeah, yeah huge outside line. So we just kept driving, <laughs> went through the parking lot, back onto the road. And uh, then I said, well, we might as well see mom and dad. we got a little time. And dad, rule breaker. <laughs> You're the one that's keeping us in this pandemic. Because that's what she accused you of, really. Wow. So I, yeah. I just looked at her and went, okay, we'll just go home. <laughs> that's fine. Rule breaker. Rule breaker. But they got their, have you had your vaccine yet? I have not been offered my vaccine. Well, I, someone in the shop was saying that they've got down to 60. Have they? Yeah, but uh, mom and dad got their shots. So that's why I said, well, we can go see them. They've had their shots. Dad, you haven't had your shot yet. So we called them. You called what? Called mom and dad okay. instead of 
driving over and stopping in. I've not heard the news on the on the age limit for 60 yet. Yeah, well, I haven't either. So, I thought it might have been 70, but I haven't yet. Somebody said in um, like um, drug stores were where. So I don't know if they were talking down in uh, the Sarnia, Windsor area, but uh, I haven't heard that. What we're getting there, Steve. What we we'll get it. And then I saw they have buttons that says I've had the vaccine, so Perfect. we'll be able to order those when everybody gets them. I think we should just have a different hat. Different hat. <laughs> what, with a needle across it or something? Something. Yeah. Or a little badge on the side. Maybe we can order Roy and Chats with a little badge on the side. We'll have to call uh, the FUST and ask them if they can do that for us. Right. That, yeah, that might be something. That might be an easy way to do it. Except I don't wear a hat, so because a perfectly sculpted head doesn't right. yes. doesn't need right. a hat. Yes. So. Yeah. Now, um, you've got your air conditioning cover off. Yes, I do. I don't have a cover. <laughs> Everybody should have their covers off by now. And it's, we've had a good week. You should have given that AC a try. Well, I've had mine on at home. I've had my car air conditioner on. I even was driving a truck this week and had that air conditioning on in the truck. I rolled down the window. You got, got to make sure it works when you need it. I'm just trying to, to lower my fossil fuel emissions out of the car without running the air conditioner. Yeah, but you have to check it out. Trying to be carbon friendly. Are you being carbon friendly? No. I have to make sure they work so that when you really need it, when it's really hot, they do work. You're going to open all the windows and drive faster. Yeah, and then I'll get an email saying you're speeding. Yep. But definitely give that air conditioner a try, turn it on, get the covers off, make sure it works, get the breakers on, turn the humidifier off, put in a new pad. Put in a new uh, filter as well that you need to get in um, for your furnace. I actually, since I installed my thermostat, I need a technician because, when, as I said, when I turned my furnace on after I installed my thermostat, my AC came on with it. So I need to... Uh, Maybe we can send armchair technician Richard? Yeah, he could. He could I'm sure he could fix it yeah. in a heartbeat, yes. And then we could have him call in and give a, kind of an update on the show. So what I did wrong? Yeah. Yeah. It was trying to be a technician is what I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like we say technicians can't sell, sales can't fix. Right. And what's, what's management can't do? Anything. Anything. <laughs> Can't even order, you know, a lunch for the other yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, they can't do anything. <laughs> well, well, after I'm just after your parting comments about last week being the best show ever, uh, 2021. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of or, or maybe 20. I don't no, know. 2021. Yeah, it was only three months. So. Yeah, the best show ever, and that was because I wasn't on it. Yeah, yeah so you know. Just saying. Well, it was good to see Dan and Jamie. Nice to have them back. But, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after these short messages.
Well, welcome back. A little Tina Turner. Simply the best. I saw her in concert at the Maple Leaf Gardens. I think it was the second row from the top. The what? Maple Leaf Gardens. Where's that? Yeah. Well, it's, now it's a Loblaws, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Except the top two floors. I'm, I'm uncertain. Yeah, I am. Well, I'm pretty sure that's where they play the the U. Well, one of the Grand Slams, the end of the year Grand Slam, was played there. There, yes. But the, what they basically did was take the ice level and move it up. You know, basically two of the sections, and then they built uh, commercial or a grocery store and things like that underneath it. Right. But I, I thought you were a Leafs fan. I well, I, would you be down in front of that, you know, praying for another Stanley Cup? Because that last time they got one, they played in that building. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the year? 1967. Yeah. Year. Yeah. Yeah. How old were you then, Steve? I wasn't around. Yes, you were. You were <laughs> seven years old. So you've waited 53 years since they won the Cup. Yep. they got to be the oldest. NHL team without a cup? I don't know. I think so. Right. Yeah. Somebody was 50. Was it Chicago? Blackhawks. Blackhawks when they won it. But yeah. Wow. Wow. Calgary won in 1988. It won't fit me anymore. (laughs) I was a lot thinner back then. I tried it on one day and went, it's got about halfway down. We'll have to stop (laughs) before we rip it. So what's your plans this weekend? You know, know, finish the bathroom? Finish the bathroom, yeah. Painting? Yeah. Finish the bathroom, painting, figure out where I'm starting next because it's a big project list, so... Uh, you probably got what three years of projects. Uh, well, probably have ten years of projects, but I'm, I'll get them done faster than that. Yes, yeah. So yeah, there's there's certainly there's stuff to do. So it's just organizing it. So because the weather's turning nicer, my attention starts leaning outdoors. Um, so I'm looking at that as well. And then, um, but I still I, there's some painting that really has to get finished. So. If it's turning colder next week, that's good because that'll just turn my attention back indoors and uh, doing some more painting. You're going to take that exercise bike outside now, put it in the backyard? Not you have, yet. You can no, ride it no, there? I'll, actually, I'll put the wheel back on it so I can <laughs> ride it. So uh, that's not time yet. No? But, uh, no, because obviously it's turning cold next week, so stays on the trainer till I know the weather's turned, which is probably going to be sometime in April, maybe uh, May. Now you'll have to catch up with Sue Ketchum, or Sue Silcox, sorry, yeah. uh, and uh, ride with her. If, if she'll ride with me. Well, she's she's a very um, dedicated rider. She's you know, she she rides a lot more than I do, so she would put me to shame. Oh, and it, would, it would be all I could do to keep up with her. And yours isn't a like off road. You're I'm kind of a hybrid, but. Uh, she she would probably have a true roadie, but she also has a fat bike as well. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I could keep up with her. She's on the fat bike. <laughs> Maybe not on the roadie. 
Now, you better explain to everybody what the fat bike is. So a fat bike, you'll see them these days, that the tires look massive. So they'll be, um, they're, they're probably, they're, they're probably about four, four inches, four to five inches wide. And they got, they got nubs on them, but they're called, they're called fat bikes. And uh, you, they're, they can go anywhere. So mud, slush, snow, um, and so she, she's been riding hers probably all winter long. Yeah. And what, so the benefit of those are? You can go anywhere, right? So anywhere. So it doesn't matter what road surface you're on. Now, obviously, you can't go very fast on them, but uh, you can go anywhere with them. And are they heavier? It depends on, that depends on the frame. So if you spend a lot of money on a carbon fiber uh, frame, uh, it'll, it'll, be a lighter, it'll be a light bike. Not as light as a true carbon road bike, but, um, yeah. Have we heard about the MS bike ride yet? There's, I just got an email about training rides that they're, that they're doing, and, and the cancer ride has got training rides going on, but um, the cancer ride in Toronto is just going to be virtual again, so I imagine the MS bike ride will be doing the same thing. It's hard to say. It's, I don't think they've, I don't know if they've made that decision yet or not. So I've still got time to do a little training if I wanted and get your electric bike. Yeah. 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 Your e-bike. My e-bike. I wouldn't do that. I would. You'd what? I would ride. If I you would. Ride. Yeah. Why would you? <laughs> a pedal assist bike is natural these days. So just get one. At least it'll make you ride versus the other one, which you'll think, I don't want to ride. <laughs> if you had an e-bike and you knew it had a pedal assist, power assist, I guarantee you, you'd be more prone to want to ride that, you'd be more apt to want to ride that bike, because it, it's easier. And does it work on gas, or what's no, it work on? electricity, like battery pack. Battery pack. Yep. So do you have to plug it in every night? Not every night. You know, that battery probably holds its charge, depending on how far you go, but um, that, that battery holds its charge for certainly a few days, right? Hmm. And it has different settings, so you can so go... Flying fast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easy and medium, and look out, people, here I come. <laughs> that would be my speed the whole time. Let's but get you wear the battery out faster. No, the, uh, yeah. And then let's say you, let's say I get to Shaw's. Can I plug it in at Shaw's to get it charged up enough to get back to London? I think you can get two Shaw's and back. I'm on charge. I'm on charge. Uh, as long as you're not in. High, right? Well, I'd be in high the whole time. You don't need to be in high unless you're trying to race some motorcycle or something, right? <laughs> trying to get the wind blowing through my hair. Yeah, well, you can do that on just on, on the normal setting. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, every every bike store around here would have one, but also uh, Ben, uh, London Bike Cafe on uh, Clarence has a shop there. He'll set you right up. Really? Yeah, nice little... And if I say Steve Gilbert, will I will I get a discount? I don't know if he knows. He'll know. He recognizes. He recognizes my face. He might not recognize my name, but he sets you up. Give you some sort of. And they're comfortable. These e-bikes. You know, there's certainly there's there's roadie e-bikes, but there's also e-bikes which are meant for more like cruising. So yeah. you get a comfortable cruiser. Yeah, you'd be all set. <laughs> you get a little basket and a bell. <laughs> <laughs> like the old days. Yeah. <laughs> so, you can eat, do you know what? You could even have a pull behind for flurry <laughs> in this yeah. little cart thing in the back. 
Yeah. You could, yeah, she, she could sit back there. With glasses on her. Yeah, with your head up looking out. You'd be just, that yeah. would be awesome. Well, she could, I could put her on the front and she could pull. She could. <laughs> until, She's until, tired. She saw, until she saw something. Yeah, squirrel. Sideways, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can fix up the whole rig. Do they have a sidecar one that it could be beside? I don't think. Well, they've got they've got a cargo one, so it's kind of in the middle. Yeah, you like? Yeah, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Well, we'll have to take a look. Yeah. Now we had a new. um, Well, I shouldn't say we had a return visitor to the shop that we need a little help with. Return visitor. Oh, oh. Our ducks are back. The ducks are back, but they're not. I think they're not going to nest where they nested last year because they realized that was not such a good spot. <laughs> I'm hoping we can encourage them to move like 500 feet back in the ravine, not around the well, front pretty, door. They're pretty happy at the front of the building, right? Yeah, yeah, they think it's great. They do. They bark at everybody or quack at everybody. Mulched, it's comfortable for them. They got plenty of cover. They're pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but we may have to ask for how we discourage ducks because it scares everybody. Like you walk, you you walk by and the duck comes out of the bush and everybody jumps. It's going to give somebody a heart attack. Me, (laughs) especially, especially, I don't know who it was at night. Did it, they didn't know about it. And they came at night. One of the on-call guys, (laughs) this duck comes out after him. (laughs) They're running and so running away from the, from the, the killer duck. But it was kind of, when I saw him, I was in a meeting and everybody saw my face and it was like, really? The ducks have returned? Spring's here? And they, they just walk by my office and quack at the window and keep going. Yeah, see if, uh, see if uh, Flurry's in, or Tundra's in, I'm sorry, Tundra's in here. So we still got a few specials going on out there. We got our Energy Star, Star water heater from as low as 1985 a month. Our Advantage is only on for another week of no payments for 90 days. We got our heating cooling system installation guarantee, $500 next day install guarantee on selected heating and cooling equipment. We have our military um, discount for active military or veterans, and we have our first responders appreciation discount as well. So make sure you mention to everybody. Right. And we also have $50 off any repair, as well as we have some plumbing direct mail pieces that are out there that people may be getting in their mail and, and seeing that. So I'm going to put you on the spot because we did it for the Briar and we did it for the Scotties. Well, here we go. So who's going to win the mixed doubles? And we should say congratulations to Team Tuck. Yeah. Yeah, they, you know, who are sponsored by Roy Hinton Sons. Um, the competition was fierce out there for the doubles. Yep. And they beat uh, Jones and uh, Lane, yeah, yeah. yeah, and uh, had a really good game, went to an extra end, and um, Kim made a raise takeout for the win and uh, had a little laugh on TV. It was uh, so it was, and I had a couple of people email me, your you know, logo looks great on TSN, so it was yeah. good. Yeah. But who's going to win, Steve? Well, 
I am going to give it to... Gushu? I am. Morris? I'm going to give it to Gushu yeah. and Anderson. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Two skips. Or a skip and a vice, I guess. Actually, they've been... No, two skips. Two skips. Oh, yeah, two skips, yep. Yeah, I just... They, they seem to... They, they really kind of clicked. So, um, yeah. I think I think they'll be okay. I'd go Morris. I thought you would. I, you know, gold medal, Olympic medal holder. Yeah. Well, uh, sure. <laughs> Excuse me, but we'll uh, we'll have to see. We still got a little time. And and not, that's not saying that Sahika uh, and Lot are any pushover because no. I, they're they're team number one. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think just to that pressure of winning. Well, and and also like yeah, you're talking you're talking. That's why that's another reason why I like Gushu and Anderson is they they played in those high pressure games and you know Brad Brad Gushu kind of thrives on that and obviously carry those two because they just she's won the Scott Turner Hearts two years in a row. So yeah. that's that's why I think. Yeah, they'll all be good representatives. Yes, uh, for Canada will be well represented. And right after this is the world. Yeah, yeah, the world men's, and then we have two weeks of slam, and then we've got the uh, women's world. Yes. That'll be good. Well, I hope everybody enjoys the curling. Um, Only a few weeks left, and then we'll be, the summer will be off. But when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-681-2450. 786-2373 or you can get us always at 1-866-EXPERTS you can go online at RoyInch.com and book an appointment and you can listen to a podcast of the show by hitting the company tab then the about us tab and then hitting the inch by inch button as we say at the shop life is hard by the yard buy from inch life's a cinch we'll see you next week what you say the road Treat me this away, cause I'll be back on my feet someday. Don't care if you do.